0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 4th, 2021. May the 4th be with you. Happy Star Wars Day, everyone. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and the site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at O M D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic... Well, they tried, folks, but the Orlando Magic still came out with the win against Detroit Pistons. We'll break down that game, the good performances, the odd rotation decisions, and the fact that the Magic just probably aren't bad enough to be as bad as you think. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown On Podcast Network by searching "Gravity Download Podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with Excruciating Detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Detroit Pistons following this game? Check out Locked On Pistons. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Search for every download podcast for Locked On in the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. This episode. It's also brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week on Thursday at 5.30pm to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Look, everyone knew what this game was. Everyone knew the stakes of this game. Everyone knew that this was a game that was going to look ugly, probably feel ugly, probably be ugly, and probably was going to show the dark underbelly of this NBA game, of the NBA lottery, of the implications of the draft and all that. The Orlando Magic entered the game one game ahead of the Detroit Pistons for the second-worst record in the league. They were tied with the Minnesota Timberwolves for the third-worst record in the league or or something like that. Um, And a loss by the Magic would send all three teams into a tie. for that second-worst record in the league. No one, needs, no one who has been in this league long enough needs explanation for what that means. The bottom three teams in the league all get the same odds at winning the lottery, and in this draft in particular, as we've studied over the course of the, of the last few weeks, is a draft that, in one expert's estimation, is indeed worth taking for. If you've listened to me, if you speak to me, you know my feelings about tanking. I, I don't believe that it is a sound strategy. I don't believe it is a good strategy. Um, I believe teams are the records that they are. I believe that teams shake out where they're supposed to be, and at the end of the day, it's a lottery anyway. What's What is the pain of going through such a terrible season if you don't even have a guarantee of getting the prize at the end? I know what odds are, but essentially you're... Betting the whole thing on a coin flip. And that was always, and I've expressed this, that was always my discomfort with what the Magic did at the trade deadline, is they essentially put all their chips on winning the lottery. You wouldn't do that in your life. And even though the odds are certainly better in the NBA than they are in real life, I think the principle is still the same. Management tanks, management depletes the roster. Management puts the team in a situation that they cannot overcome. But as I've said, these are NBA players. They're going to win a few games here and there. There's This is just not a team that's going to lose. And especially this Magic team has a ton of young players that the Magic cared about for the future. So Steve Clifford, rightfully, and the players rightfully, are trying to win. That's the bottom line. They are trying to win. That's still important to them that's still part of their goal that's part of how that's partly how they get paid you're always auditioning in the nba always number 1 guy number 15 guy you're always fighting for your job and with this team being so young being put in winning situations being put in the best situations they can to grow and develop was always the goal Steve Clifford has made it clear that he still expects his team to get better as the season goes on. And so, the win Saturday against the Memphis Grizzlies, certainly a sign of that. Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, both having tremendously huge games. Those are guys we care about. Those are guys that matter to this team and their future. And if those are the guys that are going to win you basketball games, that's fantastic. Prove you can win. Monday's game? Sure. Sure. R.J. Hampton had a fantastic game. 16 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds. Near triple-double for him in 30-plus minutes. The Magic were down early. They were struggling to get their offense going, and R.J. Hampton was the guy that really turned it around, that really gave the team some pace, gave the team some energy, gave the team that little push that they needed to get up the floor a little bit faster, to, to get to the basket, to get to the foul line, to, to stay in the game. The Pistons were playing with energy. The Pistons are sitting almost every single one of their veterans. They are blatantly tanking. But their players still played hard. Their players are still trying to win the game. But no doubt this game was the seedy underbelly of the tank game. And yeah, Detroit Pistons are probably just a little bit better at it than the Magic. Look, the Magic tried to lose this game. Um, you know this game was very similar to the, to that finale that the Magic played in the 20, uh, 2017 season, twenty eighteen season, uh, when the Magic missed out on Luka Doncic, um, or Trey Young for that matter, um, when they defeated the Washington Wizards on the last game in the last game of the season. Um, that team that the Magic put out on the floor that night was not designed to win. They sat most of their starters, or the starters that did play did not play very long. For the first time in a while, for the first time all all season. It really did look like the magic broke with this kind of you know moral equivalent, you know this morality play that they're doing that that you know winning matters and that development matters. They they really broke with that by breaking their rotation. They played a lineup and a rotation that was not designed to win. No only three starters for the Orlando Magic played 20 minutes or more. Only one starter played more than 25 minutes. That was Moritz Wagner playing 41, and he only played 41 because the Magic only had nine guys, so one starter was going to have to play. The Magic did not sub in the fourth quarter, and no starter except for Wagner played in the fourth quarter. Now, granted, Cole Anthony deserves a night off. Um, A lot of those guys have had to play a lot of minutes this year. They've had to go through a lot of injuries. Give them a night. Gary Harris played 11 minutes. He he pulled himself from the game uh, in in the first half. Um, he's been dealing with a little injury, and he you know, he might be out for a little while. Um, Chimo Kiki certainly looks like he's done for the year. Terrence Ross certainly looks like he's done for the year. Michael Carter-Williams is probably done for the year. Um, I don't think we'll see any of those guys because, again, management tanks. But the guys who are on the floor play hard. The guys who are on the floor are expected to play hard, and yes, the guys who are on the floor are expected to win. And so the Magic did that job. When Cole Anthony was out there, he organized the team, got them into their sets, and gave them a chance to win. Dwayne Bacon scored five of his nine points in the third quarter that really gave the Magic a little bit of energy to stay ahead and keep the Pistons at bay. Orlando built as much as a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter as Jason Randall was hitting jumpers. Off of feeds from R.J. Hampton, but hitting jumpers nonetheless. Ignas Prasdekas, playing his first game in a Magic uniform, made an immediate impact. And so the Magic built that 14-point lead. Again, the Magic, we're not putting a lineup out there that was meant to win. On the floor for that fourth quarter was R.J. Hampton, Chasen Randall, Ignace Brazdeckis, Moritz Wagner, and Mo Bamba. You're telling me that's a a lineup that's meant to win? You're telling me that's the lineup you want to play an entire fourth quarter with? And yeah, they were playing well enough that Ty Corbin can at least be somewhat justified in leaving that group out there. But as the 14-point lead dwindled down to three, there's no move to bring Cole Anthony in. There's no move to bring back Wendell Carter. The group that started it was going to have to finish it. Luckily, you know, luckily or unfortunately, depending on your perspective, the Pistons were riding, Were doing the same thing. They left their rookie, Sadiq Bey, out there, who made some incredible plays and got the Pistons back in that game. A little flurry in the fourth quarter products within three, but the Magic had the legs to get to the end. R.J. Hampton found Ignas Brazdeikis in the corner for a big three-pointer that made it a six-point game. Mo Bamba scored 16 of his 22-point career-high 22 points in the fourth quarter, including a really nice face-up jumper over Isaiah Stewart that gave the Magic the lead for good, or gave the Magic the cushion for good. The Magic defeated the Detroit Pistons 119 to 112. It was not for lack of trying. I am not one to complain about wins. I like wins. Wins are good. The Magic celebrated this win, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And the Magic deserved and earned this win. They are the better team. Even if the Pistons had played a regular rotation, honestly, you know, maybe if the Pistons had played Jeremy Grant, it would have been a little bit different. But this night, the Magic were the better team. I think overall, the Magic are the better team. And as always, the standings are going to shake out exactly how they should. Again, not for lack of trying. The magic. The magic gave it an effort to try and lose this game. Or to try and put themselves in a disadvantaged position. I wouldn't say they were trying to lose the game. I think they were trying to win it, but um, they disadvantaged. They, they were trying to play this game with one arm tied behind their back. But again. R.J. Hampton and Mo Bamba were the reasons the Magic won this game. Can you really be that upset? Maybe you can, but the Magic very well might have won their last game of the season. The schedule the rest of the way is extremely tough, with the Boston Celtics coming to the Amway Center on Wednesday, followed by a trip to Charlotte to play the Hornets. that close out their home schedule on Sunday against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then that brutal four-game road trip to end the season at Milwaukee at Atlanta, at Philadelphia, and at Philadelphia. And I I do think that last Philadelphia game um, could be a potential win depending on who plays and who doesn't for the 76ers. So as I would say, enjoy this win because it may very well be the last that the Magic have, especially if they're going to try to lose games the way they tried to lose this one. We'll get into the box score and talk a little bit more about the young players and why they're not feeling the tank Coming up here in just a moment, but first we've been doing these locker rooms over the last few weeks. I did an impromptu locker room on Friday. Sorry for the late notice. Um, I just kind of decided to do it on a whim, especially after Magic had played so well against the Cavaliers. Um, uh, But we're doing we've been doing these locker rooms. It's been great to interact with you. It's been great to answer your questions. It's been. Pretty good and, and, and really, exciting, really exciting to hear from all of you, and we've had some other Lockdown hosts drop in on occasion as well. I'm um, going to start trying to drop in on other Lockdown hosts as well, so if you haven't tried out Locker Room yet, it is really, really, really fun. You not only get to interact with Lockdown hosts like me, you get to be part of great conversations about all the sports teams you love, all the topics that you love in the sports world and beyond. Locker Room is the perfect place to start to join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Magic podcast through our Locker Room conversations. Be sure to join me this Thursday. I'll be hosting a room at 5.30 p.m. This is asterisk because I'm also getting my second vaccine shot, which if you haven't scheduled your vaccine, please do so. Um, everyone is eligible, and and we're trying to get to herd immunity. I, I read that New York Times article that they're that doctors are very skeptical about getting to herd immunity, um, and it made me sad because this is supposed to be a country where we do great things, where we sacrifice for each other to do great things. So getting a vaccine, getting you know, scheduling a vaccine is very, you know, is very you know convenient. It's not something that should inconvenience you at all. So get that done. That ends this PSA. Um, but. Uh, depending on how i uh, my plan is thursday at 5 30 i don't think the shot will affect me at that point um i'm getting my shot at, at like noon 12 at noon noon one o'clock um so uh, my plan is thursday at 5 30 so be sure to to be in the room for that so go download the free locker map now currently available on all ios devices and supposedly in beta on android devices be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group for the latest league updates. Follow me at P. Rossman Reich. that's P-R-O-S-S-M-A-N-R-E-I-C-H, to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week on Thursday at 5.30. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Orlando Magic. We'll see you there. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. Let's run through the final box score real fast as the Orlando Magic defeat the Detroit Pistons 119-112. to 112. Definitely a, a strange game, like I said. The rotation decisions were definitely unique. Um, again, you look at the, the box score here. Moritz Wagner plays 41 minutes. Dwayne Bacon plays 23. Cole Anthony plays 21. Wendell Carter plays 19. Gary Harris plays 10. Those are your starters. You had... Ignace Prasdikas, playing his first game in a Magic uniform, playing 31 and a half minutes. RJ Hampton, playing 35 minutes. Mo Bamba, playing a career-high 28 and a half minutes. Jason Randall, playing nearly 30 minutes. This Magic team, again, was playing a very odd rotation and decided to play the same five for the entire 12 minutes, which is extremely difficult to do in the NBA. Um, and so... You can't convince me that there there wasn't part of the Magic that were trying to disadvantage themselves. I don't want to say trying to lose, trying to disadvantage themselves, and and the Magic again just came out on top. And they came out on top because they got really good performances from guys that you really care about. RJ Hampton, 16 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds, 5 for 11 shooting, 1 for 2 from beyond the arc, 5 for 6 from the foul line. Just one turnover is the big thing for me. Um, Hampton's development, especially these last two games, has been really, really, really exciting. you know, again, with all this draft talk, let me just put it out there: if you would have told me uh, five years or four, five years ago, that the Magic would have Mo Bamba, R.J. Hampton, and Cole Anthony on their team, looking at some of those early uh, scouting reports and early recruiting lists, you would have thought that the Magic had, you know, gone gangbusters—that they'd hit the Oklahoma City Thunder kind of lottery. Um, those are three very high-level pr- prospects, and obviously. A lot's changed for them. So again, yeah, yes, I get it. Like, and and I say this to people all the time: draft picks are like used car are like cars. The moment you drive them off the lot, they lose value. Um, Hampton's not the player that he was. Anthony is not the player that he was. Mo is certainly not the player that he was back, or that people thought he would be back in high school. Um, but Hampton, the moment he came to Orlando, we all understood that this guy had incredible speed, and and that was an elite skill. And and I've been saying this and making this point that. Players who have that kind of speed, they only have that gear. They only know how to go fast. And so, what we're starting to see with Hampton is we're starting to see him slow down. And a lot of that's just game time and, and getting comfortable out on the floor. And so now we're starting to see him being able to make plays, to make reads, to see where the next pass is supposed to be, where he's, to make, where he's supposed to make his next read and make, make his next play. Um, and that, obviously, is super exciting. Um, Hampton, I thought, you know, he wasn't just driving wildly into the paint. Um, he was driving with speed. I mean, he plays with pace. He's going to go fast. There's, he doesn't have to do a lot to go fast. It's, it's, I, I think I made this comparison. It's like wrestling. Um, there, if you watch enough wrestling or, or watch, like, kind of people to talk about uh, how to do professional wrestling, um, they tell you it's really important to go slow. You can never go too slow uh, when you're when you're performing um, because— you're trying to get the audience to see everything, essentially. You know, you obviously not like pulling your punches, but you're trying to get the you're, you got to give the audience a chance to react to what's going on in the ring. If you go too fast, they miss it and they lose that story beat. Not a perfect not a perfect analogy, but I think the same thing really applies to Hampton, where he's got to slow down um, and and allow himself to think because he's going to move fast. And and I feel like, and I, I think I wrote this in the grades. Um, he was controlling his speed rather than letting his speed control him, if that makes sense. Um, he was using his speed as a weapon to go after the defense rather than just kind of doing something and not being able to catch up to how fast he, he was going. Um, I, You know, again, if the Magic are winning and losing games because they're, of their young players, they're doing this right. RJ Hampton is the reason the Magic won this game. He came in, made an immediate impact in the first quarter, changed the tenor of the game, and made the magic better. Um, And and you can just, again, see how excited everyone is for how well he's playing right now. Um, A lot of it's just comfort and experience, Um, but Hampton played fantastic. Mo Bamba, the other player of note, 22 points, 9 for 15 shooting, 0 for 4 from beyond the arc, 15 rebounds to go with one block. Um, Mo again scored 16 of his 22 in the fourth quarter. Um, The offensive onslaught in the fourth quarter was really impressive, I'm not going to lie. I feel like Mo's game still tends to go with his shooting. Um, And so when he is making three-pointers, he tends to be more energetic and more involved in the game. When he is missing his shots, he tends to kind of sulk a little bit. Um, And again, that's a young player mistake, and again, he's in his third year. He shouldn't be making those kinds of mistakes anymore. Um, And and I felt like for the first three quarters, he really struggled. Um, uh, But, you know, again... Once he got rolling, you can see the talent. I mean, the talent's all there. You can see the talent. When he gets himself going, he is really, really, really good still. Uh, or he can be still very, very, very good. Um, the thing with Mo, uh, again, it, and Mo, I think, was, was very on point about this after the game. He said, you know, yes, I got my numbers, but, you know, I know I've got to be better defensively at X, Y, and Z. He mentioned his side pick and rolls the coverage, especially. And, and I agree with that, too. Um, I thought Mo was biting too much on pump fakes and biting too much to, to try and chase blocks a little bit in the first half. Um, I think he cleaned that up in the second half, and again in the fourth quarter. And what's been really impressive to me about Mo in the last three or four games is he's starting to really attack rebounds. And rebounding is a big weakness in his game. Um, but he's starting to go out of his area to get rebounds. He's starting to kind of mix things up to, uh, to, with it, to mix things up to attack the defensive glass, especially. He's always been a good offensive rebounder, um, but defensive rebounding is a different skill. Um, and, and to me, that is a, a really good sign. I mean, Isaiah Stewart's not some of the better rebounders that he's faced. And, and, and again, he, he's, he's, he's really struggled with guys, but Stewart is not an easy guy to move. Um, and so I think the fact that Bomba was able to compete with him um, was a good step for him and a good step in the right direction for Mo Bamba. Um, I don't have a lot of other guys I really want to talk about. Um, Ignace Presdekis, 14 points, 5 for 8 shooting in his Magic debut. Chasen Randall, 18 points, 6 for 10 shooting, 2 for 3 from beyond the arc. Again, these guys are playing 30 minutes a game. 30 minutes uh, in this game. Uh, you're, you're telling me that the Magic are, you know, that the Magic are not trying to do something fishy if they're throwing out a lineup with Randall, Brzeznickis, and Wagner out on the floor with a rookie in R.J. Hampton and a guy like Mo Bamba. You're telling, you're telling me that that's the team that you think is going to win you a game. Something fishy was definitely up, but again, those guys played well, and I can't blame, and players are going to try and win. Um, that's that's just the bottom line. They should try and win, um, and they did that tonight. Um, the Magic end up shooting 51.1% from the floor, just 10 for 23 from beyond the arc, so a low three-point shooting game for them, 19 for 25 from the foul line. They commit 10 turnovers in the game. The Detroit Pistons, led in scoring by Sadiq Bey with 26 points. They get 19 off the bench from Frank Jackson. They shoot 47.3% from the floor, um, commit 11 turnovers as the Magic get the win. Orlando wins 119-112. We'll talk a little bit about the young guys and how they're feeling about things as they get to the end of the season. But before we do any of that, Uh, I recently set up an appointment to get my car looked at. I am not a big car person. I I don't really know how it works, so I trust people that do. But if you're someone that knows your car, knows your baby, because our cars are our babies, um, knows your your car well and likes to take care of it yourself, you need to check out rockauto.com. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, so quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, tip-off, kickoff, Bell ring, whatever. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Must be nice. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKED ON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Lest you think that these two worlds that that, that the Magic are occupying in are somehow completely separate, let's break that fourth wall. Let's break it. Because on the Orlando Magic's Instagram page, they they tweeted out a photo with the final score. It said, Came back home from Detroit with the dub. Or W, or whatever it was. And among the first comments made on that page was Cole Anthony saying, I don't want to hear anyone talking about taking. You play to win the game. Followed by several comments from teammates. Someone had the audacity, and please do not be this person. Like seriously, don't tweet at players telling them that they need to lose. Don't. It's stupid. Stop it. Someone had the audacity to tag RJ Hampton and say... It's great y'all are winning, you're playing great, but these wins are hurting our chances to build a future. Will you please stop winning? And Hampton rightfully, succinctly, and correctly responded, No. Look, we all know that this game is about the best players. Um, and, and, And certainly there is a belief out there that the best players come at the top of the draft. Certainly, you have a better chance perhaps of catching an all star at the top of the draft when, you know, again, you look at the numbers, the average draft position of all stars is like seven or eight. Being in the top 10 can get you a good player. Don't worry about it. But all this concern about the draft pick, about the lottery, all that concern is not something. That is on the team's mind. The players, the coaches, do not care about any of that. If anything, those are people that are coming for their jobs. Now granted, again, like I said, something fishy was going on in this game. Something very fishy was going on in this game. The Magic stuck with a lineup that disadvantaged them, just as the Pistons stuck with a lineup that very clearly disadvantaged them and the Pistons have... You know, very clearly done some things that, you know, have at least nominal justification. But, you know, again, and the ma- I'm not saying the Magic are, aren't guilty of the same things. I don't expect Chumo Kiki to play the rest of the year. I don't expect to see Terrence Ross or Michael Carter Williams the rest of the year. Those guys would make the team better. I think they're done. Would not surprise me if Gary Harris is out for a little while. And again, these aren't it's, that... It's, they are facing injuries. I think, they're, I think Terrence Ross's injury is legitimate. Michael Carter-Williams' injury is legitimate. Obviously, O'Kiki's injuries injury is legitimate. But there's no reason to rush anyone back. I'd rather have them healthy for the summer than playing in these games. But for the players that are playing, for the players that are in these games, these games still matter. These games, for a lot of players, are, is a chance to stay in the league. These games are a chance to grow and develop. When the Magic made the trades that they made at the trade deadline, they had two goals in mind for sure, or or as they approached the team after the trade deadline, they had two goals in mind. The first goal, obviously, was to position themselves better in the draft lottery. And in that sense, the Magic have succeeded. Orlando was falling in the standings. The playoffs were becoming out of reach. And the Magic created a roster that was not built to win. By net rating since the trade deadline, the Magic have the second or third worst net rating in the league. They have been one of the worst teams in the league for the last month and a half. This win was the first time the Magic had consecutive wins since those first days after the trade deadline on that West Coast trip. And I told you then, don't worry, the losses will come. And I will tell you now, don't worry, the losses will still come. This is a team that still has a severe talent, talent gap And for sure, especially with the injuries, and for sure the Magic would still benefit greatly from a top pick. No one is denying that, at least outside of the team. But the second goal was important too. And that was to grow and develop these players, to see them get better. And yes, sometimes that means they're going to steal a win somewhere. We've seen that from Cole Anthony. We expect him to be named the Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month for the month of April on Tuesday. He's won the Magic games. He won the Magic, the game at Cleveland. He won the Magic, the game against Memphis. He's been outstanding. And his growth and development as a point guard has been one of the true delights of the last month of the season. RJ Hampton, now with extended playing time, has gotten comfortable enough that he looks like he could be a real player. That he could be a very good player. And a dangerous one at that. And the Magic have no reason to deny him this opportunity. Or to be upset when he plays this well and makes plays that lead to wins. It's at the end of the day, isn't that the goal? The Magic have to be super happy with how Mo Bamba has developed and the signs that he has shown. And even with the criticism that he levies at himself for not doing more and being just a hair better. Again, there's nothing to be upset about on this front. The Magic have done everything they're supposed to do to disadvantage themselves, but they've also done everything they've needed to do to give those young players the chance to get better. And just like we see all the time from Steve Clifford teams, they play their best at the most important moments. Now Steve Clifford is the first one, has has said to the media as well that, you know, the last two weeks of the season can be a little tough. You know, you don't. All context matters. How guys are playing matters, and guys that have good stats don't always haven't actually turned the corner that they appear to numbers-wise. And again, there are certainly a lot of signs from several players that are like, okay, this—how real is this? And for sure, the magic to get the most to make these wins valuable to them have to make these win these gains permanent. You know, I said it after the loss to the Lakers last Monday that I expected them to go out to Cleveland and win that game to, to double down on the growth that they made Monday to build some consistency. And yes, that starting with that game against the Lakers, the Magic have been consistently pretty solid. Again, you know, a dud third quarter against the Memphis Grizzlies is the only loss since that Lakers loss. Um, and, and, and the Magic, I think, were very much in that game. And like building off the, the great effort that they had in the fourth quarter against Memphis... I said I wanted to see the Magic come out in Detroit and beat them, and if they could win comfortably, to build on that success, it was really the last opportunity the Magic might have for what seems like a relatively easy win, or or, or to have a winnable game on paper. The Magic aren't going to roll over; they're going to play a tough Boston Celtics team. And they're going to have a tough time guarding J- Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, but they're going to give it the try. They're going to give it their try. They're going to give it their all to win. And if the Magic win their young guys are going to be front and center. More importantly than any of that, you can see the joy that winning has brought to the team. You can see the joy and the confidence that this has all brought to the team. They want to win. They want to play well. They want to improve. And they are doing all of that. Now, is that enough to make up for what the Magic might be losing? Probably not. This is still a very flawed team. And like I said, I think Monday very well might have been the last win of the season when I'm looking at this schedule and and knowing how this team is playing and, yeah, understanding that the Magic are disadvantaging themselves. This very well could be our last joyful night as a team. But the Magic are not going to let the little victory slip away. They're doing good things. They're growing the right way. And yeah, they might have slipped a little bit in the standings, but they're still in the exact spot they want to be in. The exact spot they put themselves in. The exact spot that will give them a very good chance to get the piece that they need in this year's draft. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in. Hit you Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Be sure also to check out the Locked On Today podcast so you can get all the sports news you need in less than 20 minutes. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode... They discuss who is the best superhero in the NBA. It's Terrence Ross. He's the Human Torch. He's already a superhero. So that answers that question. Check out what they had to say on the Locked On Today podcast. You can always follow me on Twitter at R underscore md and follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Um, you can, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's gonna do it for me today. Though I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for Orlando Magic Healing Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Blossom. Right. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.